let's get into our sponsorship for today. Hey, Kiki, do you know anybody who's getting married? I actually do, but they do need to find somebody to marry them. Oh my God, they should totally hit up Forever and Beyond. Oh, let me know. Because they say, allow us the opportunity to unite you and your soulmate forever and beyond. Oh, nice. If you or someone you know are getting married, you should look into Forever and Beyond. You can look at their website at four, the number four, everandbeyond.com. And you can also find them on Wedding Wire and The Knot. Nice. Nice. And guess who is marrying them oh. out of everybody we know? Oh. DTM. Oh. Yes, it's official. Deontay the Motivator is a registered officiant for the state of Michigan. Okay. So no matter what county you live in, DTM can marry you. So if you, look, if you go to that website, they definitely can look out for you. And what's that website again? The website is the number four ever and beyond. You can reach them at 313-799-2322. You can text or call that number and someone will definitely get back to you. You can also email them at fab at midtm.com. Again, that's F like forever, A like and, B like beyond, at MIBTM.com and someone will definitely reach out to you between 24 and 48 business hours. And again, BTM will be your officiant. Oh, nice. How exciting is that? Oh, let them know. Yes, BTM. And now, back to our show. I'm just a D girl from around the way with a whole lot of shit to say. It's your girl, KD. It's your hostess with the mostest. It's Kiki. What up, though? It's your boy, DTM, Deontay, the motivator. I want to set the mood for this episode. You know, is it I romantic? Was, oh, oh I was just uh, trying to get real. Yeah. That is what it sounds like. Like uh, <laughs> poetry. Poetry. Yeah, I was just trying to get real poetic. Out <laughs> I just here. felt like it should have been like a piano, like playing in the background. It just might be. You know, like, I'm stepping my uh, game up on this. Oh yeah, and <laughs> diddly diddly doo Yeah, like see if y'all can see the studio, we got smoke in the room right now. You know what I'm saying? We don't have smoke. I'm just joking. But what up, though? How y'all doing? Man? <laughs> I was trying to say. <laughs> we got smoke now. Open the window. We gonna be pouring from the emergency room. <laughs> right. Asthma is on attack out here. Can't breathe all that great. So, man, how was y'all weekend? Weekend? It was uh, different. Different? Okay, okay. It's different. Not bad. I can't complain. We are here. Hey, there it is. I love it, man. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. You know what I'm saying? So, we got a couple things we're going to talk about before we get into our uh, first fun segment here. Uh, The first one is, when was the last time y'all did a, uh, a social media cleanup? Cause I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of doing a social media cleanup what you right mean, now. Social media cleanup. Meaning, like, I'm going through all friends on the friends list. All clean. All like, on your list. Oh. So on my on my Facebook page, I'm mm-hmm. starting there first. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying anybody who don't really serve a, a real purpose, purpose. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of them. And that's and the reason being is because you know. You just gotta kind of clean your life up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like any anybody who be on my page and, and you just like you know you don't really have a real purpose and yeah you, you gotta go. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing it last night mm-hmm. and then I started a little more. I did a couple more this morning, but today I'm gonna try to like you know finish it all the way on up. You know just to kind of, just to kind of separate the two from me being stepping in my role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying in the limelight to. You know, just keeping it gangster for real, for real. You know what I mean? I agree. 
So. No, I don't even do that. I just don't add people that I really don't. So don't get mad, y'all, if y'all realize, like, yo, I ain't, I ain't on this face. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no done that before. Like, like realized I wasn't somebody friendless, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Fuck I didn't man. know if it was like an etiquette. Like, are you going to call like, him? Like, yo, I'm finna no. delete you. Like, or they be like, "You seen what such and such post?" And you go look, look like, and you can't even get. No, on. I can't even. Uh, I think I've been blocked. <laughs> but mine was more so they uh, changed pages or got a new page or something. I, and that's another oh, thing that too. Because I, mean, I got several friends. That I got I was like, "Fuck you, bitch." I, I got several friends. I got several pages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't need all your pages. You know. Right. So, well, the problem is like they forget their password. Like my mom. I got my mom on my list about eight times. Yeah. Because too. with your mom, every time she changed her phone number, she got to get a new page mm-hmm. because she forget her password. Mm-hmm. But it, instead of hooking it up to an email, it's hooked up to her phone number. Right. Mm. So they can't text you your new password right. because you got a new phone, phone number. number. Right, right, type right. stuff. Mm. But for me, I do it all the time. Like, if I see somebody posting, like, real negative stuff or, like, mm-hmm. subliminal stuff, mm-hmm. I just delete them because mm-hmm. I know I, that'll irritate me. Oh, yeah. Right. So I, I just try to remove myself from irritating situations. I think I snooze people. Like, I even go through, I'm going I through, like, or I, I unfollow them. Or well, see, on Facebook, you yeah. can just unfollow them. On Instagram, yeah. you have to literally, like, delete them. Oh, okay. Like, I'm going through old pictures and all that type of stuff because... I was having a conversation with uh, my beautiful wife, KD, who was like, well, you know, you kind of like a public figure now and you might be just, you might be uh, offending certain people. I mean, you know. it's true. So, and, and I took that in, I, I took that to heart and took consideration. I was like, you know, I mean, especially right? stepping into the role of an officiant, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, even though technically, no, you're not like a pastor or nothing like that. I'm not trying to put that kind of pressure on you. But, I mean, if somebody is looking for you to marry them and they go to our Facebook page, which you don't is the first thing you probably see. do, right? You yeah, do, because you're sure. going to research it. Yeah. They don't know you personally. They gonna Google so they got to find out what sure. they can Whatever find out about you. come up on Google, which Facebook exactly. usually be the first one. So if you don't, which you don't drink a lot, but I'm just saying, like, if you in they a see you out there situation, party exactly. Like, you know, right. crazy step. Which is what we know. talked about your tongue ring. Like, right. Yeah. Possibly taking it out because of an image. I mean, it's just an image that yeah. you got over. Right. Yeah. And that's what. So, yeah, that's 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 the big thing because I know that's yeah. what people do. They got to research you. They got to look back and see. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. But the beauty of what we do is, um, on Instagram, you know, I can do what I do anonymously. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so, see, your personal. That's why I told you, like, you need to have separate pages from your personal page and your public page like your personal page should be private mm-hmm. so that way only people that you want to see stuff right. can see stuff right. and you can still do your tiktoks be and yeah. be yourself yeah. and be you know mm-hmm. dtm or mm-hmm. tay or whoever you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying whereas you have a business page where you're not gonna post your tiktoks on there like, right mm-hmm. because before before we got legit with the you know having our a business really out here like that I used to get on my little brother about that all the time because he got a tax business. Yep, you did. And he would be like smoking weed and mm-hmm. drinking and partying. I'm not like, bro, you're, gonna go to. you're not about to get the other side of the exactly. people to come to you mm-hmm. when you smoking weed and you drinking. Exactly. Not not saying I smoke weed. You know, I might sip on my shalom from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, mm-hmm. you don't know nothing about it, you better, better Google it. You know what I'm saying? It's not really sense, y'all. It's really a wine it's called a, Shalom. It, yeah, it's a, it's a drink. It's a wine called Shalom. It's a, uh, you get it from St. Julian. A sweet a sweet red wine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a sweet kosher red wine. Mmm. Talk to him. Really y'all better red. talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Kosher. I usually so, don't like red wine, but it's actually really sweet. Yeah, so this cool. is good. So, yeah. 
Um, so I'm working that on that. That from evolution, though. Like, as you evolve mm-hmm. and as you get more mature and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they look up your album from 10 years ago, you, every other word is a cuss word. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to damn near pay you to cuss. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? It's the evolution of man, which is how it should be. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of your old pictures is like 10, 15 years ago. But I I mean, people will still judge. And yeah, they're going to judge for yeah, sure. But there. now, what I do notice that, that for once we didn't just, now that we out here, we, we being KD and now we talk about how we want this business to flourish and how we want it to go. And um, <clears throat> over the past few weeks, we've been getting a ton of inquiries about, you know, marrying people. Right. Mm-hmm. And some of the requests has been a little weird, you know, or a little not I weird, but I say I wouldn't say weird, but I say off the look different. They're not yeah. traditional. Yeah. yeah. So like I'm really serious about like marriage. I'm not in this situation for money. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm really I know that the money will come because right. my heart is into what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like we notice that people are not really into the whole premarital counseling part. Right. Which I feel like is a big part because for for us, we didn't we didn't get that to the the real extent. We had like a pastor that was like talking to us we for like a split second. Yeah. yeah, but not like to the extent of let me give you let me give you the game on what it means to be married. Let me tell you what you're about to go through. Like you in a dark tunnel and you see a light but you don't know what's coming on the other side once you get to that light part. Right. So let me tell you what's going to be there when you get there. What you finna experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, let me tell you as from what we went through, not from what I read mm-hmm. or what I think is going to happen or what I heard happen or what so-and-so said that mm-hmm. so-and-so said. Mm-hmm. My cousin and them did. Like, no, this is experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when we get inquiries about like... Um, I think the one that I had to really just turn down was, can you, oh, just, can sign you, my, can you just sign my marriage license? Can you just sign my marriage license? I pay. The minister who married me, he busy. So can you just sign it? No. No, I'm not what? doing that. We're not doing that. You know what we I'm saying? We don't need money. Right? Yeah. We're not doing it for the money. We're yeah, doing we're not, it because we really believe in what's going right. on. We, we believe in this. You know what I'm saying? So. But I also feel like. and that, that Not to cut you off. That's something I want to keep to the duration of. Our business. You know what's funny? Because when I first got the request, because I do monitor those pages very, very closely. So when I first got the request, I almost said no without even asking you. But I was like, girl, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew in my heart you was going to say no, because that's crazy. And she like, my minister busy. Like, well, he's supposed to sign a license as soon as he married you. Yeah, you got so, so many, so so many days. Right? The license is only good for 33 yeah. days. Yeah. So what happened? I don't mm-hmm. understand. But yeah, we wasn't getting involved in that. Because for all we know, it was no ceremony. It was nothing. Yeah. You know, y'all didn't even exchange vows. Like, no. So, so we did direct them to the city county building. I'm like, it's a lot of things. I'm not I'm not in it for a quick buck. You know what I'm saying? We're we not on that. Um, I, I was even leery about not doing the premarital hookup. Like, and it's not even like premarital. It's really just a coaching session. But, you know, I feel like people might need post-marital coaching. They need both. Than, I mean, they do, but like we right we, now, they right now they in such a blissful stage that they like no, we not. Especially, I feel like people coming to us for that service, they not involved in the church. Right. Either they not involved in the church or they not involved in the same church. Mm-hmm. So putting that kind of pressure on people will kind of back them away. I think. And so not to like we did this right. All of us at the table did this, and I just think that it's it's. A heavy burden on you to 
have to find an officiant within like weeks of your wedding. Mm, that's true. Like that that one was right there. That's it it kind of throws me. Yeah, that's that, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, y'all wait. You said next week. Mm-hmm. Unless it was like a spirit of moment. For like eleven twenty one. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know. For us, we would what we do a year in advance at least as far well, as the for, whole. Well, the thing is, the first when we actually got married, we got married at your grandmother's church. Right. So of course, her pastor married us. R.I.P. to Pastor Hope, but he married us because it was his church. Mm-hmm. When we knew our vows, we just kind of asked her dad to do it because we didn't, need we, we didn't technically have to pay for an officiant mm-hmm. because it was just a vow renewal. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't technically need anybody who's licensed or certified because mm-hmm. you don't have to sign anything. You just mm-hmm. got to say a prayer over our marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, in that aspect, I think we kind of lucked up, but I mean, I think it is hard. I did. I just think that'd be like a heavy, but it's almost like waiting, you know what I'm saying, that same time for your dress or, yeah, you know, yeah. your yeah. venue, if you don't have yeah. a real yeah. big wedding yeah. type. I think that that's that's a hard one for me. I'd be like, whoa, that's I but couldn't you know, imagine I think, having I that work. You know what I'm saying? Focus more on their venue and their dresses yeah. and their jewelry and their hair. Mm-hmm. And then it's like when they're doing a the checklist, probably somebody going over the checklist with them, like, well, who marry you? You missed right. it. Because there's a lot of people who get who are getting married at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in their backyard. With, this, COVID, yeah. with yeah. the COVID, yeah. yeah. Or in the lot sure. next to the house or something. For so sure. it's like um somebody probably helping them and they're like, Well, who performing the service? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, because that's honestly that's not even part you think of. Because a lot of venues come with an officiant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they have recommendations for an officiant. Mm-hmm. When you're doing it at the crib. Which is our next step. You know, I'm about to canvas the, the city, the oh, state, yeah. and hit all these little venue joints. You know, I, I was leery about doing it because I know it's COVID, so a lot of them might not even really be open Which is why like people that, aren't but, even using venues right yeah, now. Yeah. But I think they'll still be able to give you that recommendation. I'm like, look, I'll be up under you. Under, I ain't signed no contract, but we, you know, oh, we, we can work it out together. Contract. We still work for ourselves. But let's, let's, let's flip gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, my third wife for a minute oh. and how she, how she treated me like Nino yesterday. Are you a thug? No. So, <laughs> no, no. I'm not going to so nice. give you all the logistics of the conversation, but I am going to give you all this one little piece. <laughs> when she looked at me, snapped her fingers, and pointed to the door, was like, let's go. I was Oh, <laughs> it had nothing to do with me. No, I, was like, I was so mad, though. I was, was so me. mad. I just needed to get. Oh, I needed to remove myself said, from that situation. I said, "Did Katie so turn into Nino?" Like, yeah. I was so mad, though. Let's go. Oh, snap! I apologize. I was like, "Are you talking to me or the whole audience? <laughs> like, does everybody need to go right now?" Hey, hey, y'all. We all got it. She said, "We got to go." We got. <laughs> I was so That's angry, right, though. I was so angry and I really needed to remove myself from that situation because I know that if that person would have said one more word to me, I probably never would have been invited to another event. And I know that it would have been bad for the people who are attached to that event. You know what I'm saying? So I had to put my own self to the side Mm -hmm. because it was a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Right. People be looking at it, us. They say, they say, you know what? I see how y'all work because y'all like fire and water. I said, I only until so only until you get you got to get both of us to that point. Mm-hmm. Her point is just a little quicker than mine. But uh, <laughs> I'm like, true. you know. So. But I was I was really I was so angry, and then I like I had to check myself because she was I pride myself on not being that angry person. Because I'm telling you. 
KD five years ago mm-hmm. wouldn't have gave two fucks about the consequences. I'd have went in old girl shit and I would have spit on her because I really want to spit on her. She been talking about this for the last two days now. Like somebody gonna get spat on. I don't know who it's gonna be. And I don't, <laughs> I don't. That's so nasty. And it's, that's but it's like that's the just, utmost disrespect. Yes. And that's how I feel. Yes. I feel like she utmost disrespected me. And the only thing I could do back, cause I could beat her ass, but that ain't disrespectful. Mm. I want to spit on her and I want to call her a cunt. <laughs> and then I'll be okay. Whoa. She said a cunt. Just so y'all know, I want to call you. This is your new name. So, all right. But I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a stay away from her. Musa. Like I did yesterday, even yesterday when she came last night, I'm just waiting on, you know, somebody so we could leave. She came over there and was trying to talk to me and I just grabbed DTM hand like, come on. And I just was looking <laughs> she, at me. She looked but at I made the, so much like, eye contact. She grabbed know, both like, hands and made eye contact and was like. <sighs> yeah, because I'm telling you like, I'm like you know how you could feel something like, like boiling inside of you to where you just want to. Mm-hmm. React! I was like, you can't do that. Like, you can't do that. Like, you are a mother. You are a wife. Like, you cannot. No, just you chill. You are a mother, a wife, a lover, a friend. A, I'm just saying. Like, I just really had to talk myself are... off the ledge because yeah. I just really felt like the whole situation would would have been more blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, nothing bad happened. Thank God, nothing bad happened from her actions. Right. Even though she wanted something bad to happen, nothing bad happened from her actions. Mm-hmm. So, I need to take that as a blessing and not, you know, do something bad because that's how you block your blessings. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask y'all this question. Um, do you feel like the way the world is going right now with the whole police brutality, the racism um, issues kind of at a high right now, do y'all feel like that's contagious to people who may not be racist or maybe on the fence of being racist to make them like, oh, we're going to do this now. It's just okay to do now. It's okay to be racist? You know, because the society kind of kind of portray that. Like, the black life is, is, is doesn't have a lot of value. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> with our current leader... And how they, how he says, like, you know, he ain't really. What do you say? Stand down and stand. Yeah. What the fuck you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like. That the was, current... like, address white supremacy. He was, like, stand down and stand still or some shit. Yeah. Oh, so okay, bitch, I got you. With the current leader and the current situation with how the black life is not valuable to other races. Um, Do you feel like it can be contagious to those who may be on the fence? With racism, I don't think you can be on the fence on racism. So. Either you either are, you are or you're not. Yeah. Like that's not one that's of them things you could teeter totter on. Yeah. Like that's definitely there's no gray in yeah. racism. But so either be... you're racist or you're not. My mm-hmm. thing is people may have been able to pretend to not be racist, but now open. they feel more comfortable in being themselves. Yeah. They're just more open with it. Yeah, they're more because they're more comfortable. Yeah. But this is my thing too. You don't have to be like let's say you're a teacher or like a store owner. You don't have to be around black people. Take your ass to the white neighborhoods and teach. Take but, your ass to the see, white neighborhoods and do prob- whatever. The problem is, they pro- they do that. I'm going to speak for them a little bit. They do that, right? But what we do is we put value on going to the suburb areas. Well, I'm not talking the- about that, though. I'm talking about racist people that work in predominantly black areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like, if different. you're a school teacher and you work in a predominantly black school, mm-hmm. but you don't like black people, bitch, go to somewhere where it's predominantly white. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like this, like it, don't bring these kids down because of your own personal feelings, right? Because I feel like that's whack as fuck. I feel like part of the problems in the school is that it's not a for African American race. I feel like it's not a lot of us that's teaching or in that environment, right? That's true. Meaning not just and not just us as African American, but even us as African American males. If you that's do get true. an African-American, it'll be a true. female. And that's true. so they don't understand our struggle problems and nothing like that. And they feel like, you know, I'm, I'm giving back right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm helping. I out. mean, that's because, like, even in our kids' school, our son's high school, I, um, most of the African-American men there are coaches. Like, think about But that's I, so important, though. But that's, yeah. even, that's good because the, the school my kids go to, you don't really see any of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My kids can't really relate to anybody because it's mostly And white. that's the problem, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so like, my son did have an African-American teacher who later became principal. He was so happy. Yeah. It's like I'm somebody like it, me. It does you know something. What I mean? So, like, think about, so for those who don't know, Kiki and I went to the same school. And it was, when we when we got there, it was predominantly Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Um, currently it flip flop and now it's predominantly mm-hmm. black. But when we got there, we can probably count on four fingers how many black teachers yeah. it was. And you can count on no fingers how many black male teachers it was. Right. So, so, sure can. so, so there were none, is what you're saying. Yeah, there none, it is. And, and I can remember. I remember one black uh, teacher. That's, the, that's all I could recall. The, the late, it was two. It was two. It oh. was the, the one that was. Kind of bulky, right? And it was the one that my dad had a crush on it back then. Mm. That Deontay also had a crush on. It. Yeah, we was fighting over the same chick, but um, <laughs> but but I felt like is like they understood your your struggle yeah. a little more, and yeah. you related to them a lot more. Mm-hmm. So you wanted to go to that class. You was looking forward to it, like mm-hmm. that. Let me go. What we finna learn? That? Like it, in any neighborhood you go in, you're still gonna have a higher proportion of. Caucasian or any other race mm-hmm. over the black race teachers. And I don't know if that means we lacking in black teachers or if we just lacking in hiring black teachers. Or if it's just Michigan. Maybe it's a, maybe the other states well, are different. Know, when I was in high school, I only had one white teacher and she wasn't even white. She was uh, biracial. Mm-hmm. She was black. She was white and Arabic, I think. Her name is Miss Mindefee. Shout out to her. I love her. She was like my Favorite is favorite is teacher. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to be giving out shout outs because I can give out a shout out to our two that we had in our whole school <laughs> that was holding it down. It was me. <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, my high school, because I don't even remember one. My high school, we didn't have any white teachers. Like none. Mm-hmm. They were all African American. Mm-hmm. And you're you're correct when you say mostly women because mm-hmm. there's only like two male black teachers. Oh, I do remember two. But one of them actually ended up uh getting involved in a situation with a student and getting fired mm. he was young though he was, they did that right? he was only like he was only like 22 and it was like a senior oh like a young you know what i'm saying he was fresh out of college, out of college. bro had a book bag and like <laughs> looking like one of the students like, yeah like, I, you know what's crazy I mean, I mean, he kind of he I was, mean, was the age limit the right. first time we saw him i never forget the first time we saw him walking down the hallway i was like damn he fine as hell who was that now, you know what's crazy mm-hmm. in that situation it can go either way mm-hmm. like you yeah. can get you can connect to the students so well because, for one, you were just here. Yeah, you know and what that's saying? what happened. Or you can disconnect from them so harshly because they like, bro, you were just here. You can't yeah. tell me Yeah, like they don't have no respect yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah, but like, 
I mean, luckily he ain't like she was 18, so it wasn't like no jail time or nothing involved. And I think I heard a couple years ago that they actually had got married and everything. Oh, wow. They just fell in love. Like mm -hmm. it just happened. He was young. Right. He was literally he literally like he literally age. had graduated from college in June and started teaching in August. Hey, I commend And he was like 17 when he graduated from high school. So he left mm -hmm. high school and went right to college, got mm -hmm. his degree. Which for me, I feel like for those teachers that's like brand new out of college that young, they should teach elementary school. I'm about to say, you yeah, it should be a, a, a progression up for sure. Yeah, because I feel like you too close to them age wise, because mm -hmm. it ain't shit for an 18 year old girl to talk to a 22 year old guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and I'm saying like that's, that's normal. normal. That's, yeah. Especially when you think that's about how women that's, mature. That's, that's normal now. Yeah, that's right. young that, That's a negative for you. <laughs> At least be 10 years. <laughs> Even when you was 18, 10 years? It was the least bad. Oh, yeah. Oh. In high school, I dated like 25-year-old. Oh, okay. She was in high school. My man was like, man, I've been working for this same company They already had houses, years. cars, like, Oh, <laughs> see, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so normal to put him in an environment that way, especially if that's what you're used to. If you're used to talking to older guys, mm -hmm. and like I said, he was really handsome. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the first time we saw him, sort of guy, we thought he had his book bag on, he had his dickies on with the button up. We just thought he was first right. day of school outfit. You know what I'm saying? The Timberlands. Hey, hey, he walking to the front of the class. They like, either he had goody two or he don't know which side the students sit on. Yeah, then he Sunday, like right? he got the writing on the board. We like, what's this nigga doing writing on the board? He turned around think, like this nigga think he Bart Simpson. Yeah, bro. <laughs> then he turned around like I'm Mister Such and Such. I, we looking at our schedule like what? Oh, hey, you the teacher, bro? You the teacher? He like, he like, yeah, like, how old are you? I swear, it seemed like everybody said at the same time. Mm -hmm. right. Oh, I'm I'm lying. We had one white teacher. His name was, I ain't going to say his name, but he was also the softball coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. But he was the only white teacher in the whole school. <laughs> so I feel like that's the disconnection in the schools. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. they, it, it, it's not a, you don't have nobody that look like you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even our kids school only had one black teacher and they ran the road. Mm -hmm. Right. Now and, she teach at the academy. Yeah. And she loved them. I'm telling you, when I tell you she loved them kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need. Like, you think need about. the teachers, for sure. Think about, like, the old school neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of older um, moms and grandmas yeah. or whatever. And they was on your head. Mm -hmm. Because they were like, no, this is my neighborhood. We connect together. We're going to yeah. make sure this neighborhood stay good. Now, I'm not going to say that. A lot of the neighborhoods are kind of, you know, uh, diverse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. It's a less uh, chance of us getting together mm -hmm. and making sure this neighborhood stay the way it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that's how our neighborhood is. Our neighborhood is quite diverse to the point where we might not even talk to our neighbors on a certain side. And it's not because of it. They, they, they don't come out or they'll come out when we won't come out or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that's part of the issue. With, and too, like, back in the day, I know back in the day we used to get in trouble and before you get home, you done got... 75 fucking lectures like such and such mom coming outside like girl i know you didn't do x y and z in school like damn why you know mm -hmm. then by the time you get home you exhausted from all the lectures you done got now it's like if you say something to somebody kid it's like and i'm guilty of that too like I say, if I'm, i don't know you I know, don't I check am. my kids i'm hard on myself and this is what even um arose this conversation i'm hard on myself because i was picking up the kids the other day and for those who don't know, like when we pick our kids up, we gotta wait in a very uh, illustrious line. long line, and you know they they call your number or they type the number in. You gotta wait till your turn to get to the door, or whatever. It's it's very organized, but it just mm -hmm. takes a minute, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm looking at it, and when you look out there, all you see is Caucasian women. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
when you walk through the, there. when you walk through the school, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I think I seen one dude, which was he wasn't a black dude, but he was a dude that was mm-hmm. a coach. He a teacher too. He a teacher too, but I don't think I seen any other male in the school. No, that's not correct. And they have a they have a watchdog program there, but and I'm watchdog like, is what they call like the dad the dad group or whatever. But nobody ever signed up for it. And I, I started mm-hmm. kicking myself in the butt like I need to be out here in this line helping this line move mm-hmm. or in the school mm-hmm. helping the school do whatever. But that's true. And I'm like, and then it's like they old the school they did have more males, but the school itself was a bad school. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say it's a bad school. I'm gonna say that my son gravitated to the bad, to the different kids. I ain't gonna call the kids bad. Different challenge. I'm like the bad kids. Challenge would be you know, the, they, the precise. They he was he was drawn to the differently raised children, right? Where they have more freedom mm-hmm. and they have more. They don't have to check in yeah. and they can hang out and they can walk up and down the busy mm-hmm. streets and. My man, you little still. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I took him out that school. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy? Like, I could have dealt with the with the uh, behavioral problems because, mm-hmm. you know, me and his dad was on top of that. But the grades, mm-hmm. we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's not going to work. Well, you're a straight-A student. Yeah. You bring another D in this house and yeah. I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's because it's not cool to be smart at that school. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put you in a school where everybody's smart. Mm-hmm. So now no. it's not cool to be dumb. There you go. Mm-hmm. And that's how that's oh yeah. you touched on the point because that's how life is. Like a lot of times, even as adult, mm-hmm. adults don't know when to detach themselves mm-hmm. from um, an environment that's not conducive to their next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like this environment, all we doing is we smoking, we mm-hmm. we popping perks, we drinking lean, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's fun. That can be fun. I'm not gonna downgrade none of that. That's not my testimony, but I'm not going to downgrade none of that. You know what I'm saying? But if your next level is affected by what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you got to stop and be like, oh, okay, let me let me detach myself from. And I get on my son about that all the time mm-hmm. because as you're stepping into adulthood, mm-hmm. you have to know when to detach yourself from certain situations mm-hmm. and certain people, no matter how much you love them. Right. It can be family member. If your family don't push you to that next level or if your right. family holding you back mm-hmm. then you gotta detach yourself from that family that don't mean I'm not telling you you're not my cousin no more uh-huh. I'm just saying I'm not, we not about to be on that level no more that's funny because I feel like like one of my cousins called me boring because I don't smoke and drink and like do the stuff they do and I'm like um, none of y'all have what I have either like I can't if I spend my day smoking and drinking like y'all do I wouldn't have nothing. Like how you function. Like y'all don't have. Right? Exactly. Like you can't function. I'm like, I own everything I got. What do you want? I'm going to be boring. Okay? But I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to be boring. Like my, I don't. I choose not to smoke like, and drink. I feel like you feel like I'm boring. I feel like you too late. You know what I'm saying? Like, where your kids at? Where your, you know what I'm saying? Like, where your, I feel like where that your too. priorities But even that, even that cousin don't even have kids and still don't have nothing. You know what oh. I'm saying? Exactly. No reason for that. Right. I'm definitely boring, bitch. Yes, I am. Yeah. yeah it's no reason Living good. Because my, my question is always to people when they, when they party a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you celebrating? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's true. I think you just misconfused what mm-hmm. party is for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have a party because it's Christmas. You're celebrating Christmas. Yeah, right. party because it's New Year's. You're celebrating New Year's. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. You just graduated. You just opened the, just opened the yeah. business. Right. Not right. just because it's Friday. Every day. Oh, I can't wait to Friday. Friday. I can't wait to Friday. Bars open every day for a reason. 
I'm like, that's correct. Yeah. yeah, you gotta. But you know oh, what? I, I feel like, and I really feel like this, and I feel like this because I feel like I was once this person. They are, they are not necessarily celebrating. They're trying to escape the life that they yeah, have. Exactly. Right. Because something yeah. is so depressing when they're sober yeah. that it's not an option. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Like something is so wrong either mm-hmm. in their marriage or in their their life period. Life like period, yeah. even like being sober to realize, like you said, she don't have nothing. Yeah. To be sober and to realize, like, bro, I blew probably hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars on drugs mm-hmm. and liquor. My my granddaddy I told need me more that liquor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. now you have to escape that reality. Which, which most of the time is stuff that happens in their past. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're escaping, you yeah. know, if they got molested. Yeah, like I would say childhood happened. trauma. Yeah. yeah. Childhood so they trauma. Just start drinking and then you get addicted to it. Yeah. yeah. And then now you, you know can't you can't yeah. not yeah. you can't not drink because yeah. then come on the tremors and yeah. then come on the nausea. And then yeah. you know what I'm saying? So every day it's a constant cycle of escaping life period like mm-hmm. you you battling battle. you losing the war every day mm-hmm. but you're still showing up for the battle oh, yeah. my granddad you know taught me that mm-hmm. when he was passing away my granddad taught me that when they told him yo okay i know you had some amputations going on mm-hmm. but we can we can suppress your life and how you keep living all you got to do is put this bottle down and he tried it for four days he said, well, at this and he point, came back he said yo listen <laughs> when i don't drink I'm not happy. Right. Yep. So I'd rather drink and have a, a shorter a shorter life mm-hmm. than I'm to happy. not drink. Yeah. yeah. And be so and he was like, I'm gonna keep drinking. I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep drinking. So that means I'm I'm, and I don't think he lasted another month after mm-hmm. that. But he he he, he went out the way he wanted right. to go out. He to be yeah, he died in his own yeah. on his own stances. Yeah. yeah. Like okay, you could make me live another year, but if I'm miserable, what's the point? Exactly. And I feel like that's why people, yeah. that's why they got to smoke every day. That's mm-hmm. why they got to drink every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you, you know what I found out? Like, mm-hmm. all right, I, I just hate it. when people judge if you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but I'm you saying? know what my thing is? Like, I'm I don't have to like, like, like the best of them. But, exactly. <laughs> but I bet right. you. I'll be turned up like I'm on my own house that I paid for. You know what I'm saying? I'm going my own car. my own everything. Yeah, I definitely be. But I don't expect you to say nothing. But I don't have a life I got to run for. Right. So I might be I don't have to drink, smoke, do Coke, do whip, none of that. Right. And I'm going to turn up. So I'm going to turn up yeah, more than y'all like, sometimes. And then it's like, it's like, why are you always at home? Because my stuff is here. All my stuff is here. <laughs> <laughs> I set this up in like, a way where I feel comfortable you know, being my, here my, all the time. Right. Like, my kids is here. My TV is here. My right. computer. It's, this is all my stuff. Exactly. I don't. And then, too, like, my thing is I'd rather go and spend $35, $40 on me, a couple bottles of wine, mm-hmm. be at home, be lit as hell, mm-hmm. listen to my own music in my own world, and then go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's a party to me. Oh, yeah. And I done had so much fun, oh, yeah. and I done spent a quarter of what you exactly. spent going to somebody else's bar, drinking somebody else's alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, So let me tell y'all something. I just had an individual, and I'm not even really cool with an individual. Let's talk about this. Is so funny to me because I don't know why I just touched my. It just, it, I just reminded oh, myself of this when Katie was just talking about the drinking and stuff. Um, it's a, I'm not even cool with this person. Yeah, I'm not cool with this person like you this. Like, cool I feel like you got to. Are you even a motivational speaker? Yeah, but I feel like you got to get to a certain degree before you ask certain questions. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's true. Or a certain requests, mm, I would say. Mm. So, you gotta have a certain bond. Yeah, you gotta have a relationship right. in a certain manner. You know what I'm saying? So, the other day, um, let's say it was on like a Monday. Okay. An individual was telling me how they was turning up. 
Man, we bought a bottle. What's that? 1790, 1970, 1790, whatever that is. Or 1942. The, the big tall bottle that 1942? looked like. 1942? Yeah. That looked like the baseball? Yeah. I mean, the a baseball bat. bat. Yeah. 1942. Mm. What was it? So it was like, I think he said he paid like 350 for the bottle. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? Man, we killed the whole bottle with That's this. So and then we went to this. And then we went to that, right? This was on a Monday. I was like, oh, okay. Now, I have no problem with you spending 300 something dollars on the bottle. You know what I'm saying? It got nothing to do that's, with me. That's liquor store prices, though. Right. If he spent that, he bought that from the liquor store. It has nothing to do with me. I don't, ain't that, you know what I'm saying? So I'm listening to it. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, bet. That's you know? Crazy. And, um, you know, we progress on. We go day number two. He ain't say too much about nothing. Day number three, he ain't say too much about nothing. But then day number four come, he, you know, we stop at a store and he like, yo, um, you think you can spot me? Uh, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was like, I, said, I said, whoa, whoa. We ain't on that level first. I don't even want to start this with you. You know what I'm saying? And But I am going to take this opportunity to try to school you and give you the game a little mm, bit. Mm, mm, mm. Because I'm like, I don't even know what that bottle tastes like. I don't know what the lick. I think I, man, I, tried, yeah, I might have tried it from somebody else. I never purchased it. Yeah, my sister mm-hmm. brought it. Um... One of the barbecues we had this summer. Let me tell you something. I'm never paying no all, that much on no bottle of anything. Sidebar. Sidebar. So, my sister brought it. We, was, you know, had a couple of drinks. I was like, I, I'll buy the next bottle. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely one of them people. You buy the bottle, I buy the bottle. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll buy the next bottle. She said, cool. They're about to go to the store. I said, what's the ticket? They said, 350 I said, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll buy something like it. <laughs> if I would have known y'all spent that, I never would have had none of it. Right. I just would have went and bought me something. Hey. But I was like, yeah, I got, uh, no. Nah. It reminds me. <laughs> and it, it reminds me of uh, back in the day That's when crazy. my brother just come to the bar. And he opened up somebody's bottle. Well, he ordered a bottle of Crystal oh, because our cousin owned the bar. And he was like, let me get a bottle of Crystal. They, and, they, you know, they, they, was like, they was supposed to just give him drink. But no, beer. Give him beer. Beer. Oh, my God. He's a beer drinker. Crystal was like $1,000 yeah. at the bar. Yeah, he's a beer drinker, so they give him beer with no problem, no tab, no nothing. Cause, yeah, you know, because you're you gotta think about it. Bars only pay seventeen cent per bottle. Right. Mm-hmm. Back then, I don't know what they pay now. So when if they Cuz looked on the on the camera oh, and seen right. that bottle of Crystal in his hand, and he was like, "Well, hold up." <laughs> <laughs> he so he about to call somebody their job and everything. Oh. I was sitting here, but he was like, "I I was drunk. I didn't know what." <laughs> Song came on and they was talking about bottles of crystal. So he went to the. He was like, I didn't even know what it was. And then she popped the the cork because it's a champagne. Mm -hmm. So she popped the cork. First of all, what really pissed my cousin off is he was pouring it for other people because he didn't like it. What? He was like, this is nasty. Why do people pay for this? Oh, my. He like, you like this? They like, yeah. He poured it all in their cups. My cousin looking on the camera like. Oh, this nigga done lost his money. He first of all he called the he called the front door like he should come to the office right now. I'm thinking I did something wrong. He like go get your motherfucking brother now. I'm Ooh. like, oh my god. So I went and got him. I'm like, you in trouble. He like, what do I do? I was like, I'm not sure. He had all he had all the screens. He had them like, bro. Do you know how much money that oh that bottle god. was? He could he could have sold it uh, cup for cup once yeah, you open it. Sure, to something so to get some of that money back. He like, give me all the money in your pocket right now, or don't ever come here again. Oh, she was like, okay. Okay, he, he came back next week, but. He, he definitely came back. Probably <laughs> next day. He gave all, right. all the money in his pocket, though. He definitely took all the money out of his pocket. Yeah, he gave him all uh, seventy five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seventeen dollars. Yeah. 
Alright. So well, my thing is how you gonna brag to me about blowing And that was check? my thing. You, you I told him hey, man, I was able to give dog the game and I, I really think he kinda soaked it up a little bit because I wasn't giving it to him like, you know, a chest Judge mentally. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually I did get whatever he wanted from the store. I'm sure you did. Because I wanted him to know like But you that type of person. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta hear it first. I wanted yeah. to like so we was at the store just yesterday and I walked past. First, let me tell you how slow my wife is sometimes. I look on the ground. I'm like, oh, snap. I pick oh, up I something. Oh, I remember that. I say, babe, I just got a bag of uh, hydro. She said, water? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? I was completely sober. Too. I just stopped. I just stopped talking. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so we walking through the store. We getting what we getting. And uh, we walk out. And I see these two dudes walk up. Uh, an older white gentleman and a younger black guy. And they like looking on the ground, looking like oh, like you lost an iPhone or something, right? They looking, looking, and I just I'm overhearing the conversation. He like, yeah, sixty dollars is a lot of money to wait to lose. So I'm like, did he lose sixty dollars, right? Because I'm I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this. I just oh, pick it up because it was on the ground. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, what what y'all looking for? He was like, back weed. Here she go in, in, in the pageant seat. Oh, that's what you meant. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, here. He was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I'd have been like $60. He was like, are you serious? I'm like, I yeah. I would have sold you your weed bag. For sure. I told you. For sure. I said anybody else would have been like, I got, I was, I got some weed for sale. Yeah, man. I would have sold it. I don't even get you some 50. Just give me 50. I said my man said, Just give me 50. <laughs> <laughs> I said 45, but. My man said, you want to hit this oh, blunt yeah. I got rolled? Because I really no, appreciate this. No, I'm like, no, I don't smoke, man. I don't need. My man looked at it. He said, it's all here. I'm like, I don't even smoke. I don't know what I was going to do with it. I just picked it up because it was on the I ground. I was holding it. I saw it. I was definitely holding it right back. I'm I said, he probably, he went home for they sure. He put, man, oh, he, was, he was so happy. They he was like, oh, my so God. Dad, I thought my God, dropped his weed here for me. Why are you doing it? Hey, it's from the earth. Why are you doing it? Ain't never seen weed grow from cement, but here it is. They're like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. That's so All right. So, uh, New segment alert. New segment alert. New segment alert. And I think we did this segment once before, but not to this uh, magnitude. But here's what we're going to do. This is called Reality Fuel. I think we did do this before. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to lock one of our beautiful uh, co-hosts in a soundproof area. And the beautiful co-host will be Kiki this time. (laughs) And... I'm going to go a series of five questions. The key is, okay, on Family Feud, when you answer the five questions, you're trying to get to 200 points. Mm-hmm. We ain't taking points. All right? We ain't got nobody. <laughs> so, no, five, ding, we ain't got nothing. All right? And then if you if you repeat the same answer mm-hmm. on Family Feud, you hear, eh, mm-hmm. we ain't doing that. Okay. Eh, means that's what y'all want. So what we want is I got five questions. I want to see if I can get the same answer from both ladies. And the prize is out of the five, if they get the majority correct, then the male host on the show will have to take two shots. Okay. If they don't get the majority correct, then the ladies will have to take a shot apiece. 
Alright, so let's lock Kiki up in the soundproof booth as she exits the studio. And we're gonna get this thing popping. Gonna get this thing just popping. It's snowing outside. Oh no, it's oh, nice outside today. I'm cold. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I don't think we need a, a time level because you're just gonna answer the question quick. All right. Okay. I was gonna give you sixty seconds, but it's just me. We gotta start getting the whole crew in here. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready? I think so. All right. So, name something you say right before sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> name something you hate to hear during sex. Silence. Name something a hood rat has in her possession. A blunt. Name something no black person want to do want to be the first to die doing. Coke. Name something you put your mouth on but don't swallow. Oh, I'm sorry. Name something you put in your mouth but don't swallow. Dick. Ding 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 ding. Alright. Alright, so we got the five answers here. And we're going to get Kiki to come back down and see if she can match these answers. That's not fair. She's not going to match those answers. Why not? Why you don't, you don't think so? No. Because it was so random. Nobody, nobody would, no two people answered those the same. Hey, but you know what's crazy? Most of these, other than the first one, um, all these questions really came from Family Feud. <laughs> from the square business. Like all these the last came, one we probably gonna think the same, but those was random. All these questions came from Family like Feud, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Now we got to keep, we got to keep, keep back. Look, she already preparing her shot. She don't think she's gonna say the same oh, thing because it's too random. Are oh, they crazy? It, well, it's it's based it's off DTM. of our show, you like, know. Oh, Lord. I, I should have been texting her answer. <laughs> well, I should have been listening. I should have been set up this. All right, all right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, question number one. Name something you might say before sucking dick. Um, what? <laughs> See? Do you say what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> See? Um, looks good. Okay. Uh-huh. Name something you hate to hear doing sex. Laughing. Oh. <laughs> Name That's something a hood rat has in her possession. <laughs> yes. Well, we know who the shot's going to on this one. Um, um, talk to him. Pass a gun. A gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Name something no black person wants to be the first to die doing. Uh, skydiving. Name something you put in your mouth but don't swallow. I told you. I said the only one we gonna get the same the last one. So out of all the, I said the only one we gonna get the same the last one. Y'all got one out of four. KD said, <laughs> "Name something you name something you say right before sucking dick." KD said, "Yum." I was gonna say yummy. <laughs> oh, I should have said it. <laughs> name something you hate hearing during sex. KD said, "Silence." You don't like silence when you first sex? Oh, you guys say silence? During sex, like a oh, moment. During, during sex, yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, don't just be quiet. Like, uh, name, hello. <laughs> name something a hood rat has in her possession. I can't think of that. KD said, a blunt. 
Oh, that's true. <laughs> name something. I was say hair glue. <laughs> name something no black person wants to be the first to die doing. KD what said. What'd you say, KD? Coke. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and the last thing y'all got to say, and they ain't oh, putting your mouth in the mouth. So what brought this to my attention, what made me oh, want to do this oh, segment. And I'm so good at Family Feud. I, I said that all the answers right on there. All, he was good. I said the only one we're going to get the same is the last one. All of these questions came from Family really? Feud, except for the first one. The so hood rat one? The hood rat one. What? All of them came from What's Family Feud. What's up putting your mouth and don't swallow? All of them. Oh, they probably said thermometer. Somebody said, well, they said, said, they said, anything, though, really. they said thermometer, they said, uh, uh, Listerine. Oh, yeah. One lady said, semen. What? One lady said, semen. Steve Harvey said, oh, you about to be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, porcupine. You are about to, man, that was hilarious. Oh, that's a good one. So, that hey, was fun, man. Take a shot, 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 shot. Everybody! Yeah! Oh, yeah, that was smooth. Uh. Well, not the after effect. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just All right, so can we break the girl code for a minute? No, never, never. Uh, okay, well, let's go to the next question. No, we're going to go to this question anyway. Can y'all. What the. Next question. <laughs> not us, I mean. What are. Some popular lies told by women. I'm a virgin. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't think of that one. That's a good that's one. A good I never one. sucked dick before. That's a yeah. good one, too. Well, I, I never did anything before. Right, that's the first time. I only got three partners. I, I usually don't do this. But no matter if I say I only got three partners. Yeah, I usually don't do this right here. <laughs> I usually don't do this. I never this had no partners. This the first time I ever did this. Yeah, that, that's all good. I like those. My corny ass, it was true though. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy ass. <laughs> like you lie, swirl everything. Like I never did this. I never did this. So this is all all like, fresh to me. Now I'm a killer. And never have I ever. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> ah, bitch, I did it all. <laughs> I done did it all. No, not everything. It's still uh, some stuff on the list. So, I think you find one thing on the list for y'all. For you. Me, we're gonna have to put this list together and figure out what's on the list that's left to do. That's true, that you want to do. Maybe we'll no, do that for the, a couple things. Let's do that for the next yeah, show. We're gonna put know, together. You never did was a threesome. That's true. That's true. But so she said a couple, but then she like, No, that's true. It's just no, the one. That's, that's the one, but it's still some other things. I mean, I never pegged nobody. Y'all ever hot? Y'all ever did the no, mile high? I don't want to do that either. I mean, I, me either, but so, I just never. That ain't had. on my list. Like, <laughs> y'all ever did the mile high yet? What's mile high? In the air? In the air. No. Airplane. It's like, harder to do it. It, it is. It is hard. It's harder huh? to do it now. You I mean, can, you can. But, we're going to have to get a, our own jet or something. Nah, it's you got to do first class. Because it's always somebody right there. That's what I'm saying. It's always somebody right there. We might play with each other before, but actual intercourse, how? I think the bathrooms used to be bigger back in and the day. So small. I think it's no, I think it's bigger on different airlines. I about to say because me and you ain't fitting. No, no we don't been on all the airlines. airlines and they still. Small. We not fitting in there. The bathroom the same. Maybe it was, maybe it's always the skinny people that do it because my shoulders. Man, I'm skinny as fuck. Right. She, 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 she ain't never with a skinny nigga though. Oh yeah, that's true. 
<laughs> but she little, so she'll be able to maneuver. But it's but not big enough. I'm saying, but it's barely the, big enough for one person. Exactly. Let another person in as far. So, so, so a nigga sitting down on. First of all, he gotta sit on the toilet because sure. ain't nowhere else to sit. For sure. And you gonna try to ride him how? I don't think I ever used the bathroom on a plane. I couldn't think about. Uh huh. Oh, that one time I did. Yeah, uh, when we was going to. I flushed it's the toilet. Like I flushed the thing. I was looking down yeah. trying to see if it was going to open up. First of all, you came back like <laughs> You came back like I just hold it yeah. next time. I'm, I'm looking through the thing trying to see if it's going to drop out the sky. Like, is that, do we think this is rain no. and it's not no. rain? Like, no. <laughs> no, dummy. Are we getting, are we getting go to showers or what's going on here? All right. So when it comes to uh, the word freak or being freaky, what classifies you as a freak? Like what's the class? What is it? Is it, is it because it's just somebody who do everything, or somebody who do a lot? Somebody who who has minimum boundaries? Um, yes, all of it. Like, all is it, it? Can you do one thing but do it a lot, and that make you a freak? Like, if you like, I don't really do, I don't do anal, I don't do none of that other stuff, but I suck you off real good, and you I know, love doing it. Though. Yeah. If you ain't doing everything, you're doing no freak. You gotta. Like the person who add the whole grapefruit and pop rocks and all that is that a freak? Because that's all still with sucking dick. Yeah. But it's no, that makes you a good dick sucker. Okay. No, what, you can be so, a good dick sucker and not a freak. So what classifies you? You can be a good dick sucker only like missionary sex. That ain't no freak, Ooh, though. That's, that's what I'm saying. That ain't no freak. Like, I, it's bitches, they do pop rocks and grapefruit and all that. But if that's all they're doing, it ain't. Pop rocks and grapefruit? They're just laying there when it comes time to sex. So how is that a freak? Or it's bitches that let you fuck them every which way but south and won't suck dick. That ain't a freak. Like, you got to have the all-around package. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm a freak, but I ain't putting that in my mouth. I'm only a freak for one person, so don't we only, But do you have to be everything. do you have to be a freaky with multiple people to be considered a freak? No. So you could be a freak with one person and still oh, be smooth, sure. right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying you can't be a freak and say you I don't, don't, do I don't suck dick. Right. Or I'm you a freak, but have y'all ever only, you can only have sex with a missionary. Have you ever heard of anybody who was with one person and it seemed like they was like lame and when they got with the next person they was like the the ultimate freak and the last person was like well, what was this person that when we were together mm-hmm. hell yeah <laughs> but sometimes it be like that if y'all with that person or y'all not sexually because they say all the time the same what? different men won't bring out the same woman yeah. which is I feel like it's the same for men mm-hmm. different women won't bring out the same man to you mm-hmm. All right, let me ask y'all a question. If a black person say they're around the corner, how far around? How far are they? About 15, 20 miles. <laughs> no, they just left the house. They just About left the 15, house. 20 minutes. They just left the house. Like, I'm around the corner. Because I know and when I was... they just left the house. I was picking my daughter up the other day. I told her, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm around the corner. Come on outside. But I, I was probably about 15 minutes away. Oh, but... Well, I said... But... The reason being is because every time I text her and say I'm outside, it take her about 15, 10, 15 minutes, minutes to come, come out. out. Yeah. So I'm like, let's progress this thing yeah, and get I it going. kids like that, and they still take forever. Because I feel like as adults, I'd rather my kid wait on me than you. Nah, <laughs> it'd be so irritating. Like, I don't know if I was wrong for that feeling, nah. but I feel like, you know, I, I'm an adult, and I feel like my time is a little like, more pressure than yours. Like, I'm not patient when it comes to waiting. I'm not going to lie. Man. 
But then I don't be on time a lot either. So, yes, I can't be too impatient when I don't be on time. But I hate when people be late sometimes. They're like, look, especially when I be cracking up. She be so when be mad when people be late. When it be fooled. But well, my best friend really not know how to tell time. Yeah, uh-uh. Yeah, nah. I remember. She like, why would you? I remember one time she got mad. Like, why would you tell me the right time? I'm like, oh my god, man. People used to do that. Like, to first of all, you helped me planning, so of course you do the right time. That's a bit like, man. No, be fucking wrong time. You got me fucking stirred. No, when it comes to food, she on time. She Johnny on the spot. That's true. Unless something come up. Yeah, although we missed our reservations last week. But we ain't really. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, yeah. but that's because we was going to the wrong place. That's because we were going to the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to the wrong place fast, though. Like, fast, though. Like, gone. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going place on time than a motherfucker. On time. I'm uh, like, why you going this way? She's talking about, why you didn't say that when we pulled off the block? I'm like, right. we done I already got to the I freeway. I'm I didn't like, know. I know. Going the other way, though. You could look at least been going the right Y'all way. know, I don't know. But I do know, right? Because remember, we used to live right there. I know you got to go right. the other way. Right. <laughs> and then what you call us said, too, I thought you did stay that one. Like, I knew you was going the wrong way, but I was just in my lane. I don't know. I'm like, why you didn't say nothing, idiot? <laughs> okay, so. Um, before we get into this Ask KD, have you guys, when was the last time you mistext somebody Bro. or text the wrong person, the wrong text? Because I know we talked about it before, but, you know, when it happens it's again, you got to bring me. it up again. Like, oh, whoa. It's been a while for me. But I know this one girl I work with, somebody text her, um... They said, they said, are you, I, no, they said, I miss you. And she was like, who is this? And then they sent a dick pic to her phone. And she was like, I think you got the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, gotta, haven't done, I haven't done it in a while, but I know a lot of people that do it. Don't send me no dick pics, though. If I just said I miss you and I said, who is this? Then you're going to send a whole picture. And I was crazy. And, it was, you know, she showed me the picture. It was a nice looking picture. So I was like, you should have asked him what his name was. Right. Like, boy, where you at? <laughs> you see that? I was like, whoa. Yeah, that was hilarious. So the other day, we get a text message. There's a group text. Mm-hmm. Katie, me, Katie, and uh, another individual. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, asking about our son's birthday, mm-hmm. which is coming up. Mm-hmm. It's actually um, the day after Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, what, what is, what's he doing? What's going on? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. So we sent back the information on what we were doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they asked, like, you know, what's the size? So we sent back the size. And, you know, we just answered all the questions. Mm-hmm. Then after all that, we had another picture of a snap, uh, a screenshot of the conversation to the chat. So we look at it like, oh. Right. <laughs> you, right. you know, I'm in the street, so I ain't really get a chance to pay no attention, but immediately our minds connected and we weren't even in the same place. And mm-hmm. we was like, oh, that one came, that one was meant for somebody else. Oh. We don't know. Because it was like, it was the picture and then it was, you know, he answered. Or this one answered. Mm. But then they tried to fix it and say what? And say like, Katie, where you at? Mm. So I, I'm like, uh, we both was like, yeah, that was definitely meant for somebody else. 
we don't know who the somebody else was, but it was definitely a weird, weird vibe there. Like, oh, okay. So we're going to have to figure this thing out. But I was like, let me see who, when was the last time one of us sent like a, the, the wrong text to the wrong, but I know my last time when I sent the wrong text to the wrong person was when I was setting up Katie's surprise hookup. And I sent it to, I sent it to her on what we wasn't doing, not what we was doing, but what we wasn't doing. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So, uh, <laughs> so let's jump into. I got to ask Katie from a. Uh, it's a very interesting one, but I feel like you guys both would be able to give some tangible information on um, what happened or what they should do. All right. So it says that they wrote it in a way, it was a weird way, so I'm going to read it how they wrote it. First, I'm going to try to read it differently, but, so my my wife, my husband and I were together for a while, but we separated 10 years ago. He started dating a new woman within the first year of the separation. During that time, he purchased a house for them. He purchased a new truck. Upgraded her car, bought some land um, so they can build on it in the future, but he died unexpectedly. So her question is, should I, the wife, let her keep the house, the land and the other stuff or should I take it all? Should I let her be in on the funeral and allow her to help plan it or just let her plan it all? Or should I be petty and do it on my own? We had no legal separation paperwork filed. We just separated. Mm-hmm. I've been separated for 10 years. Oh, my goodness. So what should she do? First of all, you She sounds petty. You haven't been with that man in 10 years. Right. right. First, why first of all, why is she First of all. I mean, not that you shouldn't be concerned. But, but in 10 now, years. 10 years they, they have no children? kids. That's what I said. We we got we know a couple that's been together for as long as I think the husband and the wife been together. That's crazy. First of all, but she gonna be petty and, and plan everything and not they don't have children. First of, first of all, bitch, you already about to get the money because you still his wife. But she gonna be spiteful right. though and not let the girl plan and. But why would you nothing. take his stuff though? Like and take care of yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do with it? That's the question. But I know a lot of people that do that though. Not only his y'all stuff. Y'all get divorced. And she contemplating taking what he got for Everything. her, like her First upgraded of all, car. The fact, her. the fact that she said they was together within a year let you know she's still mad about yeah. the shit that yeah. happened ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So she gonna take everything yeah. because she mad. Exactly. Do I think it's she right? Absolutely not. Yeah, y'all ain't been together in ten years. That's not your nigga no mm-hmm. more. Ten years, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. You know what you can do in ten years. You could fucking build a house and whatever. Which they, which, which him and his new girl was doing. First of all, that, but that's mad. What I, but that's he gave what her the life I wanted. And that's what it is. What's and that, acrimony? Yep, acrimony. She mm-hmm. gonna take it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Which is I, not right, because some years, right. that's a whole decade. Like, y'all... It seems like it should be some kind of laws crazy. in place where I can prove, like, but no, we... But you ain't getting divorced. It don't matter. Y'all never yeah, got divorced. y'all never got divorced. Let me tell y'all. So let, me, let me tell y'all you got a right to do whatever. Let me tell y'all was crazy. I got a family member who was married forever mm-hmm. and left. Mm-hmm. And when the other fam- when her husband passed away, mm-hmm. she started getting money because they were still married. That's what I'm saying. So, um, in his end of days, 
another family member took care of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Our, our parents get sick, our of loved course. ones get sick, we take care of them. Mm-hmm. So when he passed away, when one family member approached the other family member and said, Well, I looked into survivor benefits and it looked like you're getting them. She said, Yeah. I'm a survivor. Because I deserve it. What? Mm. They have been broke up for 15, 20 years. No, like 30 years. 30, 40 years. Oh my gosh. Actually, mm. maybe longer than that. Mm, 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 mm. So, the one family member said, Well, I have been taking care of him for all them years, so maybe you could forward the money to me. Because, I mean, mm. y'all ain't been together. And that family member told her, Absolutely not. I deserve that money for everything I put up with from that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Still feel that way thirty years later. Thirty years later, so I'm spending. I'm spending every dollar. To me, I feel like you put your life on hold because you was waiting on like revenge somehow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you couldn't even move forward. That's so sad. Because in these ten years, have you been with another man? Probably not. Because I know your new nigga don't want to live on your old nigga property. Probably not. So how much? How much do you allow your current? To discuss their ex. Like, can that come up no. every single day? No. My ex said, my ex no. did. My ex, my ex, my First ex. First of all, if you don't talk about your ex every day, I need you to go ahead and figure out a way to get back with them or go ahead and find you somebody that gives a fuck about you feeling mm. about them. Because if they, if your ex person is is in your mind so much that we go to a restaurant, you be like, yeah, when my ex brought me here, uh, he ordered steak. Right. Which, I don't give a fuck what that nigga ordered. Eight years ago. You still talking about what he no. ordered you. Eight that means you still ago. in love, though. Mm-hmm. That means you still holding on to the yeah. memories of that person. Yeah. The restaurant that y'all went to closed, no. but mm-hmm. you still got the the feelings and the residuals mm-hmm. of y'all relationship open. You still holding on to those yeah. feelings, though, and that's the part mm-hmm. I don't like. Like, I mean, the problem is we don't have that experience because we've been together forever. Right. But you know what? I feel like when, when that happens, I feel like the guy fucked over the girl and the girl still was in love. You yep. know what I'm saying? And then now that the guy moved on, the girl's still hurt and in love and really can't yeah. move on because you ain't got no closure. Like, this I'm nigga like- left me and moved on to a new bitch and I'm just sitting here just fucking miserable. So how do you feel if you leave your ex, you get a divorce or whatever, uh-huh. and then as soon as you leave, they start doing everything that you were complaining about. I mean, shit happens. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it be like that. See, the thing that wasn't is, a person for you anyway. If y'all right. was in a toxic relationship, clearly it didn't work for a reason. So if he move on and find somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, for him, so be it. You find yep. somebody for you. That's why I feel like yep. I feel I like every miserable trying to be stuck on what we had and what we right. did. Right, what, what we had is over with. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't for me, clearly. And so too, I'm you got to think about. You take lessons from your relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to yeah. live and learn so, for sure. Think about every time you bitched about something mm-hmm. or every time you complained about something mm-hmm. or even when it comes down to the separation. This is why I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. Right. Then they get another person. Mm-hmm. They remember. First of all, even if a nigga ain't listening, he hear you. Oh, yeah. So now they're like, okay, she left me because this? I wasn't uh, spontaneous. So I'm gonna do or she left me because... Yeah. I wasn't attentive. Or she right. left me. You know what I'm saying? So now. Which I feel like that's what you should do. Yeah. So your that's next exactly relationship and make it better. So your next relationship, yeah. you're going to be attentive. Exactly. And your next relationship, you're going to be uh, spontaneous. Hey, because who want to just keep breaking up? Exactly. I mean, like, even in your current exactly. relationship, I feel like when a complaint comes up, 
it's never just like a single complaint. It's like mm-hmm. three or four things mm-hmm. when it comes to I'm men because we so that. horrible, right? I'm guilty of that. So, so for women, we hold it in and then everything come out. No, nah, but what I'm saying is, so like, and they be yeah. like, uh, bitch, all I said was good morning. Right. So like <laughs> when we get the, the, the four, we get the Mom, four issues that we did wrong. Of yeah. course, we are supposed to try to correct what yeah, we can, and most of the time, you correct maybe one, mm-hmm. but you still got three things that mm-hmm. you was that was the problem. Mm-hmm. So now you're gonna take those three things and add it to whatever else you're gonna do wrong, mm-hmm. and now you got six things, mm-hmm. and then you knock one off. Mm-hmm. So now you still got five things that's gonna travel with you to the next yeah. issue that you have. So I feel like even in a relationship, the men kind of progress. Mm-hmm. But they don't progress at a at a rate to where they can save yeah. their relationship or marriage mm-hmm. because they're like, okay, I was only focused on the one thing mm-hmm. that you said because maybe I didn't think that the other three things was really for me. Right, because you guys come. I felt like you were just in the middle. You know how like mm-hmm. men feel like once you start complaining, not everything is a problem. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's literally how our brain works. Oh, you gonna complain? You don't complain about anything. Now. Anything you do is wrong. Yeah. Like that's how our brain works. I can't do nothing right. I can't do nothing right. Everything I do is wrong. Then we would agree. And then we get flowers, and then it'd be like, "What's that for? What you done did? Like, what you done did?" But then that was one of my complaints, though. Right. But see, like, um, we had an individual at an event. Yesterday, she had a conversation with one of the um, people in the event, mm-hmm. and her thing was, when you come through, you don't even speak. You don't say nothing, you don't speak, you don't do nothing. And so, I noticed yesterday, when this individual walked past, he said, hey, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Everything okay? Like, he's starting to hold That's, a conversation. And he had a conversation with Yeah, and I feel like it was, mm-hmm. I don't think that the individual didn't, I think he didn't realize he didn't speak. Okay. Yeah. Like when you get to a certain area yeah. and you get so comfortable doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. you don't even realize you're doing mm-hmm. what you're doing until it's pointed out. I agree. And then once it's pointed out, now it's up to you to either address it and say, oh, let me fix that or no, nah, they lying on me. Mm-hmm. They putting smut on my name. I ain't doing that. You I know agree. what I'm saying? So that, and I, I was like, well, I, I commend him for, for changing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I peeped that too yesterday. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and I told the individual who made the complaint, I was like, he changed. He, he heard what you said and he took it in consideration. He probably looked back like, you know what? I don't. And she said that. She said mm-hmm. when they was in the meeting and she, and she was saying all her, what led her to her boiling point. He was just like, I didn't, I didn't. But then he, he stopped. She said he stopped and he thought about it. And he was like, because. Oh, I guess you're right. Because, as because men, what happens is you treat everybody the same when you kind of shouldn't. Yeah, and, and, and as men, we focus on, we put our focus on, like, one thing sometimes. Mm, yeah. Like, if we, like, if, if something's going wrong with our kids, I'm going to put my focus on, like, the kids, full force. Mm-hmm. So, like, something's going to fall through the cracks because I'm only focusing here. I mean, that's not just me, and though. Thing, we do that as well. And my thing is, like, yeah. you know, my, my, my line where focus goes, energy flows. So, yeah. all my energy going here, so I'm taking mm-hmm. energy away from something mm-hmm. else that's going to yeah. fall through the cracks. Yeah, we just, women and, are the same way. You know, like, don't just see, think that's a man thing. Like, yeah, I think we, fall, we fall short on that, too. Mm-hmm. I so, know I do because one child be doing something wrong, and I be so focused on one child mm-hmm. that my other kids feel like, Neglected Y'all don't even almost. care about us. Yeah. You don't care about what we do, yeah. but that ain't the case. Y'all doing because what happens? On is, yeah, but because what happens mm-hmm. is your other kids start cutting the food mm-hmm. because now you focus on the one kid mm-hmm. that was cutting the food. They want yeah, attention, so but now you overwhelmed because everybody cutting the food. Yeah. Hey, I had to chin check the kid today. Like yo, mm-hmm. y'all line up. 
I was you know like, oh, I'm, about to, like I'm about to put the put the, the the knuckle to the chin right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just like baby boy. I was like, oh, you got heart, huh? <laughs> Y'all little nigga. Huh? You gotta remember they like, get older too, <laughs> so yeah. they going through different you know stages in life as well right now. Like, right. And then what I be trying to tell the older ones with, uh, is that teenagers. the little ones paying attention to you. Yeah. So when you when you yeah, willy nilly, whatever. Mm-hmm. They think it's okay mm-hmm. because that's how I learned as a child. Right? I got to admit, like I learned from how they discipline my sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's I mean everybody don't do that, but I know yeah. I did as a kid. Because I know, so for me with boys, me being a man raising men, mm-hmm. I do things a little bit different, and and I learned from how my dad did things with me, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, when they going down a certain path. Mm-hmm. And they look like they starting to glorify certain things like a different way. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like beat it out of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna like I mean, punishing it. it I'm not gonna punish it out of you. Yeah. I'm gonna continue to show you like, look, this is why you should go this way, not that way. And I'm gonna show you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not the right way to go. You know what I mean? By example, mm-hmm. not just off of my my words. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like half of them. And I could say half because we got four, so it's split down equally. So half of them <laughs> will probably listen to it and watch me and say, okay, I ain't going to okay. do that. And then the other half is going to be like, nope, I'm going to still try it because he just messed up. And they're going to try it. And when they realize him, like, oh, that nigga didn't mess up. He was right. So let me switch back and do how he said it. So, my, my fear is that we don't live in a world that we lived in. Right. And I tell my kids all the time, I don't want to see you on no t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So move different. Mm-hmm. Be better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Focus on something more positive. Mm-hmm. You are, the eyes are already stacked to get you because you're mm-hmm. black. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Mm-hmm. A black male. A black male. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, it's already stacked against you. Mm-hmm. And what I tell you the other day, so I, mm-hmm. I sat up one night and I was just kind of like, you know, meditating, praying. And I woke up and I'm driving. And a lot of times when I'm driving in the truck, I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be so deep in thought. That's a lot of time to think. For that sure. I forget yeah. to put the music on mm-hmm. or something on to kind of get my, to gather my thought differently, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I come home, I'm like, babe, I got it. She's like, what you mean? Right. Huh? <laughs> She's like, what you mean? Just out the blue, babe, I got it. She's like, what you mean? Five so I said, morning, what do you have? <laughs> I'm like, so this is the problem. And we kept trying to figure out why the world has steered the way it did, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the Bible tells you that the devil try to kill men mm-hmm. and by killing the man, it breaks down the woman. Mm-hmm. And when it breaks down the woman, it breaks down the family. Mm-hmm. So what happened is a lot over time, somewhere along the line, you hear women and I know y'all hear it a lot. I don't need no man. Mm-hmm. I can do it on my own. I don't need no man. I'm stepping in. So they just step into the role mm-hmm. of a man. Mm-hmm. So now, instead of the devil just targeting men now, mm-hmm. now we got to target women because y'all want to be men too. Not y'all. Mm-hmm. y'all. Well, not y'all. Some. Some. Well, but, they know, wanna, but I think it's because men don't step up though. Right. No. You know, but, that's because women, it's not like they don't need no, no. a man. They don't want a man. Men have like, stepped into the woman role. The men somehow. don't want to do nothing. So. But, and, and so the thing is, men stepped into the woman role. Mm-hmm. Because they were scared of the pressure that they was getting yeah, on being a man. Right. I think that's true. And so well, since they since, since, since the role, yeah. right. But what Especially I'm saying is since, kids, since the role switched and now women are doing what men are supposed to have been doing mm-hmm. and they didn't step up and take care of it. Now the devil like, oh, now I got to take both sides. Mm-hmm. 
That's why you see more women getting killed in situations where you be like, we never touch women and children. Mm-hmm. We never, like even the children trying to step up into manhood. Because they have to, though. They have to, though. And that's the thing, yeah. though. And that's, that's, that's something that switch. came to me. Like, yeah. these young boys, that's the switch. they have to be men they because their mamas yeah. is putting pressure on them to be mm-hmm. men. And I also feel like... This daddy done left. Yeah, I, I also yeah. feel like you know when well, I was to, never there. When I when I go to work, you the man of the house, mm-hmm. or was never there. Period. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But now yeah. the mama's saying when I leave, oh, you yeah. the man of the house. Yeah, you gotta be. But he you only said that. Exactly. But I, and I feel like it's sad. But it's in so the spiritual true. world, guess, you can see the future. What guess what happened by the time he's thirteen? Mm-hmm. He gonna be slanging and banging in the streets because oh, yeah. he been a, he been in a man since he was. Six. He feel like he got to take care of his mama. Right. Since you had your little brother. You and in the what spiritual else? world, you can see the future for men. Yeah. So you know how powerful they finna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as the devil, you like, I could take them out early then. Mm-hmm. Because before you had to take you, you we couldn't touch them. Right. Because they wasn't they wasn't in that realm. Oh, yes. But now that you just stepped up, now it's I can take change. you out because But it's it's yeah. so much that changed though. So much change. I remember back in the day. If you was beefing with a nigga, you was beefing with that nigga. Mm-hmm. And you gonna catch that nigga on the streets mm-hmm. and y'all gonna handle y'all business like men, fighting, shooting, whatever, mm-hmm. and then you gonna go about your day. Niggas shooting up people's house. Niggas, yeah, they because guess everybody. what? That nigga don't yeah. got his own house. Yeah. Because so it, you gotta shoot up his mama house? Yeah. No, that shit ain't cool. Because now you done shot up his mama house, right. now you gonna kill his seven year old sister. Exactly. And, but what happened what that happened nigga in that still case? straight, because guess yeah. what? He wasn't he there. in the basement. He wasn't, or wasn't there. Yeah. What or happened in that case was. I'm telling you, what happened in that case was, I see the life that I want. From the beginning, mm-hmm. but I don't see what you had to put in to get to, to, get to where you are. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I don't know all the steps that I'm supposed to take. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start where you at now. But that's because it's no I'm, guidance. I'm a, I'm the I've just said that it's no guidance. It's no big homies. Mm-hmm. It's none of that no more. It's not. And that shit is so frustrating for me because I remember a time when a big homie would say, "You about to go shoot up what, mm-hmm. nigga? You not about to go shoot up nobody, mama house? Mm-hmm. And stop, stop saying that shit in your records." Mm-hmm. Niggas not doing that no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I told all my kids, I'm not listening to y'all music because all y'all glorifying shit that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. But now I'm a bitch. You don't support me. No, I, I download your music and I, I and I pay your uh whatever, $199. Mm-hmm. But I ain't listening to that shit. Mm-hmm. And I want my son listening to it. Right. Because that shit get into your mind. Mm-hmm. The only thing y'all rap about is killing people, mm-hmm. drinking lean, and popping perk. Mm-hmm. What? Because I got you got to think about that's what the music is going for. Exactly, right that shit is that's crazy. That's all the rappers are talking about. What did you, about. What did you so read the like, other day? The, the funniest meme of 2020. I don't care what nobody say. Hands down is the funniest meme of 2020. We riding. I, I almost crashed my car into a, a big rig because when Katie read it, I just closed my eyes and was like rolling. She said, "Babe, listen." Oh. Look what I just read. I said, what? She said, my generation used to lean with it and rock with it. This generation drinking lean, lean. with a rock in it. Oh. I was like, oh, my God. Oh. I was like, oh, man, I died laughing because it, it is no. 100% so true. Cool. It say, it say um, my niggas used to uh, tell you how to cook coke. Y'all niggas show you how to do coke. Like, right. what? That's so Ain't true. Ain't no more 10 commandments. But you, but you know who, so who changed true. that, and I hate to say it, Wayne. but Lil Wayne was the mm-hmm. one who made it okay. Mm-hmm. And because his lines were so fire mm-hmm. with it, it, we had Pusha mm-hmm. T. 
Pusha T would tell you everything you needed to do to cook it up That's and awesome. sell we it. We had Biggie. We had Big Biggie. Biggie would give you all the mm-hmm. ingredients you needed to cook Too it short. and sell it up. Right. Too short was more with the women, though. He was but like, I'm let me show you he still, pimps. And, but he still gave you the blueprint. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Real nigga shit. And then Wayne oh, came through and was like, well, yeah, Mula, baby. We're going to drink it. And boom. But you know what happened? Lil Wayne got too famous too fast. He was so young. He was so young. He was mm-hmm. only 16. Yeah. He was so I young. I felt like he was younger than that. Was he younger than that? When no, he started. He our age. No, I mean when he got well, he started, started though. He probably was younger than that. Oh, he might have been. He didn't yeah. blow up until he was 16. Or he probably started before. They're like, it go from like, uh. But that was a long time. That was man. a long time. That's what I'm saying. That's all been in the game years. a long time. It's like to be a kid. Like he 15, coming up. Years he ago. coming up with the, with the changes of life. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Birdman fucking that nigga rough for thirty million. Like Man. life experiences change. Yeah. I told you that the other night. Life sure. experience change your outlook on they shit. Sure mm-hmm. You go from being the drug dealer mm-hmm. to seeing like these niggas ain't never worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, let me be the drug doer. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm sitting here worried about where my next yeah. dollar gonna come from. And these niggas bringing me twenty dollars in change. That's what I'm saying. The drug dealers see the same crackheads every day. Every day. We got this like, one. Like, what am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be strong. We got this one that look like Norbert that'll come through and will stand in front of your car while you doing forty miles per hour with her hands praying, talking about some. Uh, can you help me out? I'm oh, just trying wow. to get some essential need. I'm what? like, nigga, I don't know when crack became an essential need. What? But, uh, <laughs> but it had it worked though. It do. It have to because you keep doing it. I see her like six and seven miles away. But she ain't my no thing problem. is when they honest, they probably get a lot more than just yeah. trouble. I meet. Shout out to the homie James. James used to always be James honest. With you it. don't need to eat. We know you're not about to eat. James okay? used to say, "I can't eat that. I exactly. just, I just want to get high." That's what I'm saying. But if he was hungry, if he was hungry, he'd he say, hungry. "I'm hungry." That's what I'm saying. If you, you want a lot drink, more he respect, he did. You get that a lot more respect. Clean up at the bar and be lying all the time. Yeah, I mean this generation is just all that lying shit. And it's sad because we got kids in this generation, but this shit is fucked, bro. I say it all the time, though. I say everybody want to be grown-ups, but nobody want to be adults. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Like, these mm-hmm. niggas is garbage. Man. Flush the whole generation. Man. Man. Flush it with 2020. I seen something, man. I'm, I, I'm mad that I didn't, like, screenshot it and set it up, but I seen that it was a football play. Where the guy was running from the, the touchdown, trying to catch the guy, and he, the guy was probably about thirty yards away from him, but he hawked him down so fast and got him. I said, "Man, that's how we got to run up out of 2020. <laughs> we need to hit up out of here with full speed. You know like, I mean, let's I, go." I, I, I earlier, what I don't I, uh, know. If 2021 gonna be any better? I pray to God. The beginning of it probably won't yeah. be. The beginning of it probably gonna be pretty much the it's same. Like, especially I just got a phone call from the cool, the school uh, my kids go to. They like, yeah, no, we staying virtual until we know what's going on. We staying virtual. Well, the the uh, what's the name coming back? back? Yeah, the numbers going sh- back up a little bit. We about to get shut down before so be, before Thanksgiving. I. I I'm going on record and say that Michigan would probably be sure, back in lockdown again. But I feel again. like she opened it up too soon anyway. I don't think I don't she had a choice like though. Yeah, but I don't feel like it, with the numbers going back up, she shouldn't have never opened the gym. I think her higher ups is yeah. making her open it up for money. Yeah, I think about it. They just because, took her to yeah, court. They just yeah. got it open. Yeah. Because they, they losing money. They like, no, no, no. We I get mean, the I money. Get I don't it, care about all that. Since she opened it back up, now the numbers are going back up. Because everybody feel like if I take your temperature, you're straight. That's not true. Because we already know <laughs> you don't even have the temperature. Sometimes. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody like, oh, if I take your temperature, you're straight. Come on. That's yep. not your temperature is 98. That, that's what killed me at work. Like when we go to work, they take our temperature every day. 
and yet somebody still gets <laughs> in with the COVID. With the COVID, yep. So the, it's like now I'm only, off work because now you know what I'm saying. Like I just can't. The only this. company I respect the way they doing what they doing it. is Apple. Man. Apple taking a yeah, the full precaution. My brother worked for Apple. Um, like if you work, let's say you work Monday through Thursday, whatever. On Thursday they mail you your um COVID test. You gotta take you gotta, one every week. You gotta take the, he gotta take a test every That's week. That's smart though. Yeah. Because the, the temperature clearly is not working. Okay. But nobody really a lot of people get through without a temperature. So that's not the only symptom. I went in on uh my place of employment and I'm like, yo, I'm like, my BF, they just had a COVID case. Nah. And they notified them everybody got tested, everything good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, the school catch a COVID case. They email you, they text you, they send you messages, they want you to know what's going on. But my job here, the COVID case, and it's like, shh, oh, don't no. tell nobody. We only know because the person who caught it called, to, called and told somebody, like, yo, I was around you, so oh, check wow. yourself. And then when he called the person he was around, that person told everybody else, and now we had some kind of dictatorship meeting mm. where... You're supposed to just sit here and listen to the manager just mm-hmm. go off and you get no chance to say what you was on your mind. And then that's the end of the meeting. I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, that's, that's whack. That's whack that's times crazy. 10. That's crazy. That's because they don't care about us. They replace you the next day, bro. Oh, wow. But it's that's you still should notify the people, though. Yeah, that's, you got to because but if you got, if you got from it, guess what they gonna have tomorrow? Somebody was driving your truck. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the guy who when the, the guy who caught it, the guy he called was like, man, I appreciate you calling me because he got a three year old. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he did was he came and told me because he like, I know you got your younger kids and you got your dad that you're taking care of and that's your friends. And then he went to everybody else who don't really have kids, but he had to tell everybody. Yeah. And he's like, it should have came from you. Mm-hmm. Like, your job is to protect the staff. Exactly. And you're not protecting the staff. But he yeah, ain't looking at it like that. I mean, our job told us, but I feel like it was only because somebody had already found out. Like, they only told us when somebody found out. Because before, they had already let all the other supervisors go that had small kids. They let them go already. Then they told us hours later. Like, you know what? We did have a confirmed case. Like, this was my <laughs> whole supervisor. What you mean? Right. Oh yeah, we meant to tell you. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, we tell you. So now they now they get mad that everybody trying to go home. Like, hold on, I was around her. I need to I need to go home. Now I'm in distraught. I can't I can't I can't mm. work anymore. What they do? Turn the phone lines off for medical. You know, everybody trying to call medical and go home. They like, no, we are gonna turn these phone lines off. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Smart. I but like guess what? Nobody went the next day. We're the rest of the week. And like that, now we out. They call it medical. It's, it's they getting a message. The number you have reached. Then we got the voicemail. <laughs> so everybody left a voicemail, but it was like, okay, we are gonna work the rest of the day, but we are not coming the rest of the week. No, because yeah. what well, we hit yes on that survey that y'all take. In the morning, have you, have have you been you, in contact? Have you been in yes. contact with somebody? Yes. Yes, my whole supervisor. Then you get the red flag. Do not come to work. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Good night. Good night, Charlie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was about yeah, it was about three, four, three, four, five, ten. Yeah, it was real short. Hey. I was like, hey. We I mean, gonna get tested. One one thing this this situation should tell you is that you have to first 
care about yourself. Exactly. Your you got to take care important. of yourself first. Like, fuck that job. Like, if you did, what does that job matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like prior to COVID, people mm-hmm. put the job first in oh, so yeah. many situations. Yeah. But now, people I think it makes you sit people back. People come yeah. to work sick. Like, bitch, you knew you had a cough when you came to work. Why did you come to work? They asked you, did you have a cough, a sneeze, a runny nose, a temperature? Like, <laughs> like no, that was my allergy. That's what they said. Uh, I thought you, it was my allergies. They you, had the whole COVID in that bitch. Well, you got to think, though. Black people always do that. I don't give a we fuck. Blame, we blame everything on, on allergies. Which, I mean, people do have allergies. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a sneeze and a runny nose, you would think it was allergies. But today's day, you got to know you don't know what the you fuck it get, is. You got to go you gotta get it. Because you got to take your hand drill. We still get paid. Right. So, if you got a cough and a runny nose, go get tested. You know what I'm or saying? Or take hey, your Benadryl. That shit ain't working. Go to the doctor. Go get tested. Don't come back to work. When no. you about to be around thousands of people that can get it. Because you going to get paid. Yeah. I can see if we want to go in and get paid. Then you quote. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you going to get paid. Let me tell you what the manager said. The only reason you guys are nervous because you probably don't wear your mask. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I said, I said, what? I said, when you wear your mask, can you feel your breath? Because it don't, it's not gonna block everything. Oh you can, you can still feel your breath when they you wear your mask. They think that mask just everything. Everything. Like no, bitch, you can still get it with Did your you, mask on. You, you guys, he said you guys don't sanitize in the morning like I, like you're supposed to. So that's why. So you just trying to make you know. So if we did right. everything we supposed to do, we wouldn't get COVID. Is what you telling me? That's what you. That's, that's what not true though. That's what he said. Oh my god. First of, all, first of all, we know somebody. Oh we know somebody who uh, she do dialysis every day. She don't go out the house. She actually got COVID from the dialysis center. That's what I'm right. saying. So what's she doing wrong? Exactly. And, and I know she had her mask on. Been in the hospital for six months. See? What's she doing wrong? She she ain't sanitized she like she's so. She ain't so, have a mask on. <laughs> uh, all, that, all that. I just be saying, I I look at my man. I was like, man, you. First of all, she wear a mask, people. a shield, right. goggles. Because she's she's so immune deficient that she can't afford it. it. I looked at my man. I said, "You was my guy for a minute, man. What happened? I can't respect it. Happened? Yeah. Until it, I think until it reached like a personal family member or a friend, somebody you know personally, you don't really give a fuck. You know what I mean? That's what it is. I feel like it didn't hit home, so you don't feel. I mean, even think about us. We we didn't even really think like that till Kane passed from it. Yeah. It was like, damn, he really died from that shit. But, and but he was our age. But yeah. what I will like, say he is, he was young. What I will say is, I don't know what changed, but you hear more cases, but you don't really hear the same amount of death yes. that it was. That's true. So I don't know. Just, oh yeah, that's true. That's true. It was like thirty. Like, that was that. Oh yeah, like it was. Crazy. It was like, crazy. Like, so now, when you caught it, when you caught it in the beginning, it was all the death dying. Yeah. That's true. yeah, we stacking bodies in the hospital so on top of it. So something changed. Something changed. But I don't. But I don't want to risk it though. Yeah. I'm not saying nobody's dying. We died from it. Like we know, we literally know people. Like that's what it hit home. That case that died, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I need to go out some way better than the COVID. Yeah. But, yeah. but on the flip side, I will say we know people who've overcome it, like yeah. your dad, a lot, high C, a lot. Of yeah. We do know people yeah. who've overcome it, but yeah. at the same time, I lost a lot of family. They say it feel, at my friend Patchy, she had it, she mm-hmm. didn't pass from it, mm-hmm. but they do say it feel like death. Death, like yeah. I heard that. Like that's all I hear too. That. Yeah, yeah. But I said that, remember a couple of years ago when I had mm-hmm. the flu? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, remember we had the New Year's Eve party? And mm-hmm. at first I couldn't even get out the bed. Like, mm-hmm. just leave me alone. Like, every time I woke up, it just felt like. 
my head was hurt, my body was hurting. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, uh, where are my drugs at? So I go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that and was... they said that's time. COVID is that times ten. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine. I, I never had the flu, so I would probably. Be I couldn't imagine. Pain. I don't do pain and like sickness well. No, I couldn't imagine. So yeah. I think I'll probably still try to play it off like I'm smooth. Yeah. Until it like it had to knock me off my butt. You. Like yeah. yeah. I think I'll probably be baby, you sweating. That's cause I was walking up the stairs. <laughs> I'll blame it on anything but COVID. I'll blame on anything but COVID. You know I'm fat. You know I'm walking <laughs> up the stairs. I can't catch that my breath because I be walking. <laughs> Well, we all know you're not that. You're not with that. One. <laughs> hey, I'm going in. Sweating, and it's not that hot yet. Something wrong. All right. So before we let him go, man, what we got for him? You want to you want to give him the email address? I mean, the uh, website because there might be somebody who want to get married, and you guys know how how serious we are about it. So you know, give him the website address, babe. It's www dot the number four ever and beyond dot com. And what you need to do with that is uh, tell a friend, tell a friend to go ahead on that website and, and, and you know, set it up. And we got everything you need. It's a one-stop shop on that website. Um, we, we, we're very serious about this. We really want to see you guys connect the way you're supposed to connect and get the proper um, information that you need to have a successful wedding and a successful life. You know what I mean? Mm. Not just a successful. Uh, not, not, let me take it back. Not a right. successful wedding, but a successful marriage. Thank take that you. back. There we go. Because a wedding ain't nothing but a party. Yeah, it's a day. So you want we want you to go past that day and continue mm-hmm. to flourish the way you're supposed to. Let us say, marriage is more than a piece of paper, and your wedding is more than just a party to dress up. Talk to them. You better mm-hmm. ask somebody. You, you know, say fourteen years. You better ask somebody. And always been good. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be ups and downs and good days and bad days. But and I'm trying to tell you, it's gonna be some some scars and some battles and some happy days and you just gotta put all that together and call it a relationship and make the best out of what you got because it's what you got and it's on purpose. It's not by mistake. Mm. That's what you gotta know. And if it's perfect all the time, it probably ain't real. If it's that perfect be one thousand. What the problem is if it's perfect you won't even um appreciate it for real. Mm-hmm. Because there's never nothing. There's no battle. What I what I care about. I'm supposed to have this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to do this. This was this automatic. You can't you can't appreciate the rainbows if you never had the rain. There mm-hmm. it is. There it is. We right. had some rain. We had some rainbows. We had some snow. Yeah. We had some snow boots. And guess what? We still here. We still here. Started yes. from the bottom. Now we here. Uh huh. That's all that matters. And we still gonna have bad days. Though. Yeah. Like I, I'm. We're not delusional yeah. enough to be like, yeah. oh, we've been here this long. It's gonna always be straight. No, you I, always have nothing it. is perfect. You gonna block? Let me tell you something. Nothing I blocked this perfect. nigga while he was laying right next to me. Let me. Yeah. Let me. Let me give y'all. Text me. I don't have nothing else to say to you. I know that's right. Let me give y'all the game. When we was making our website. They asked me. They said, "What? Why should they pick you over anybody else?" I said, "Cause I make mistakes." And I don't hide them. Mm-hmm. I said, what happens is you got to make mistakes and own up to it oh, yeah. and learn how to grow from yeah, it. Exactly. Because I, I think a lot of reasons, the, the reason why part. sometimes churches don't flourish the way they're supposed to is because the pastor make mistakes and they try to hide it as opposed mm-hmm. to, yep. you know, coming forward with it. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. if you do something wrong, you got to apologize. You got to own up to it and though. fix it. That's the important part. If you I, apologize, it's cool, but you got to make it better. Apologize is your action. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like better. the strength in the relationship comes yeah. from your partner seeing the grow. It's not the words. Yeah. It's the action. Yeah. 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 I'd rather you not say yeah. nothing and show me that. Yeah. Yeah, then okay. to say everything and still be the same yep. dickhead. I agree. Talk to him. Talk to him. So, 
With that being said, man, let me give you this message. Um, you are a victim of the rules that you play by. And everybody don't play by the same rules. Mm. And I'm going to say it again. You are only a victim of the rules that you play by. So you setting your own limitations on your own life. It, okay. You are a victim of the rules that you play by. Mm. Whatever you think a real individual look like. Because somebody, I'm a real nigga. And that means something totally different than what it's really supposed to mean. Oh, and so goodness. you're trying to play by those rules. You are a victim of the rules that you live by. Expand your mind. When you expand your mind, you know how far you can go. You can go way. And when you find out how far you can go, you can go at least 10 steps further than that. Bible. So don't just stop. Keep going. Mm-hmm. With that being said, man, it's your boy DTM Deontay the Motivator. Your girl KD. And this is Relationship Reality, and we will see you next week. Deuces.